I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. James 1, 19 through 22 says, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. You'll get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it is the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. This week on the podcast, we are talking about listening to to God and God's word, and and maybe that's not just something of reading the Bible, but what God is speaking to you in your life. I think the the first thing I read there that sticks out to me is that you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Because a lot of times as Christians, we feel like maybe God's saying something to us or maybe not directly, but indirectly through a sermon or something. And I'm sure it happens weekly where maybe a husband and wife sitting next to each other and the pastor says something and then one of them nudges the other one like, hey, that's for you, instead of uh, being a little bit uh, slow. It says slow to speak, but, I mean, that could be, in essence, like speaking of, like, okay, maybe you thought that because you heard something, but that might be something that you need to, like, slow down and not call someone out on. And that's a very general, you know, experience, but it could be something not in church where a husband or wife nudges each other, but something of you feel you heard something that you believe in that is the end all be all and you heard it and you're, and now you, you got to spout off on social media. And then if someone has a differing view, then you get angry versus really not just hearing something that you think is the end all be all, but really listening to find what's being said, not be super reactionary, but to actually like, okay, let me process this first and then start speaking about it. Yeah. And asking God to like, how does this, okay, for example, what you talked about nudging each other during church, or sometimes I buck like maybe we might butt heads with somebody and, and, and the and nudging each other in church. I mean, sometimes I get it. It's like a playful little jest right. between people, but sometimes I know I can't say that it's been something that Trish and I have done where it's, or maybe she has done and I didn't realize it where it's been very serious of like, Hey, you're doing this and this is for you. I, I can't say that I've done that in a serious way. I've no, I've done it in a joking way and, Maybe Trish has done it in a joking or serious way and I just missed it, but... Maybe, probably. If there's a way to, to do something wrong, I'm probably doing it. Um, but I just think for me, sometimes the things that bug me about people, like if, so, if I'm giving Thaddeus a hard time about something, it's probably something that in us is similar and so we can we kind of buck against each other in those ways or if like something annoys me about one of our children it's usually the part of them that is similar to something that annoys me about myself that an issue that I have that's not where we're going with this though so I don't know why I'm twisting it like that I guess the part of what you read that really stands out to me is the part that says so rid yourself of the filth and evil in your lives 
and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your soul. And there is just so much in that little verse that it kind of hits me over the head and is like, oh, okay, so what does that mean? Obviously, you you kind of try to get rid of the things in your life that don't glorify God, and you get rid of the filth and the evil in your life, and then you ex- it says humbly accept the word of God. What does that mean to humbly accept the word of God and what God is planted in your heart? And I think that God speaks to our hearts and he ministers to us each in a different level. What God might be telling me and convicting me of might not be the same as what Thaddeus is nudging me about in church. <laughs> just kidding. Just trying to bring it full circle. But God, it, he He speaks to our hearts and he has his word planted in our hearts And I guess that's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit that's inside of us. And that's what God is speaking to us and trying to deal with us about. And then condemnation comes from the world and others around us. And sometimes I'll hear a sermon about something like a a topic. Let's, Let's say the topic is you should practice your faith this way. Like your prayer life should look like this and your, your devotional life should look like this. And the way you spend time with God should look like this. And then I walk away feeling like I'm practicing my faith wrong or I'm doing some, I'm not doing something right. And and that could go in any aspect that could go from parenting to marriage to the way we're handing all this COVID crisis. Like I, I hear different messages about that out there in the world about you should wear a mask. You shouldn't wear a mask. You should wear a mask because you're a Christian and you shouldn't wear a mask because you're a Christian. And I hear all these different conflicting perspectives. I hear all these different things and you as an individual, have the word of God planted inside of you and you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. So God honestly might be convicting my spirit of something related to an issue about how I practice my devotional different than the way God is teaching Thaddeus to spend time with him. And so just because I think what we have, what we do so often is the way God speaks to somebody, we make it kind of our, our condemnation. We can, we make it something that we let condemn us that we're not doing something right. Like I just watched a message about something to do with COVID and it made me feel like I was missing what God was telling me and the things that I feel like the Holy Spirit's been putting on my heart. And I checked with God and I'm like, okay, God, am I, am I hearing you right? Am I hearing what you're saying? And he said, I, I minister to people. This is what I felt like the Lord told me that he ministers to people where they're at and he, he meets them in the place where they are and he's teaching things to each of us individually because we're each individually and uniquely made. And so I think what's important is that I don't take the conviction that, that Thaddeus might have on his life and, and then put it on myself and make it my condemnation. I rather need to take what the Holy spirit inside of me is telling me and make that my conviction so I know that that is from the Lord. And I'm not saying that God can't use what Thaddeus is going to going through and his testimony and his story and the conviction he has on his life and let that affect who I am for the good and that God's not using that. I'm not saying that at all. But what happens so often is, well, for example, when I was in high school, I decided or I felt, I guess I should say, that God was telling me I needed to stop listening to secular music and needed to cut it out of my life completely. 
what I did then in turn was I took what I felt like God was telling me and I made it everybody, (laughs) my conviction, and I made it a condemnation on everybody who I was friends with or spent time with. And I said, you shouldn't, God doesn't want us listening to secular music. You shouldn't listen to secular music kind of approach. And here's the problem with that. God was only convicting me. Could I take what I was going through and share with people like that I'm making this choice because God is convicting me? Absolutely, I can. But also giving people that grace that maybe what God is sharing with me is not what God is sharing with them. And maybe they have the freedom and God has allowed them to listen to certain songs and listen to secular music within a parameter of whatever that is, like between them and God. But I was taking what I felt God was telling me and making it a condemnation on other people's lives. And I think that that part of the scripture that Thaddeus read stands out to me because it says, so get rid of the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word that God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. And to me, it's that what God has planted in your heart and accept the word of God. And there are things that are very black and white in Christianity and in our faith, but there are things that God gives us grace and God takes his time with each of us and he lets us go through the process of sanctification. And I might be in a different place of sanctification than somebody else and I might be going through different sort of convictions than somebody else. And so allowing us to really listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of us is so important and teaching others to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And using Trisha's example where she felt it was something that God was telling her that she needed to, to stop doing. And she's, she said that where she felt like she maybe came across in a condemning way to her friends or, or others around her versus like offering it up and letting them decide what to do with it. That's that, you know, slow to slow to anger, slow to speak part of really listen and figure this out first. And, and even when you do approach somebody in that scenario or in any other scenario, but in that scenario of like, you feel like God's telling you something and it maybe is just for you, but maybe you feel like it is for others too, to really allow those who you're telling to listen and to take it in and to decide for themselves of what is this, is this something that God is wanting me to do or not? Is this something where I need to stop what I'm doing and work on it in my life? Or is this something where it's like, you know what? I don't feel like God's telling me that. And it's okay to then if you're in that person's shoes to be like, you know, that's okay that you're doing that, but I don't feel like I have that same thing from God. Yeah. And something I try to do, if I hear somebody say something, like I was talking about earlier, I heard something, a sermon about something with COVID going on right now. And I, you know, brought it before the Lord and said, okay, God, this is what I felt like you were telling me. Is this still what you are telling me? Or do you want me to change my perspective on this? And I think keeping ourselves in that place before God, where we're allowing him to continue mold and fashion our hearts and our minds and go through that process of becoming more Christ-like. And it's hard. It's hard when you feel like you should do something and and someone else doesn't want to do the same thing as you. Mm-hmm. Trish and I butt heads on on things like that a lot. A lot. Periodically, I'd say. Periodically. <laughs> Specifically with masks. <laughs> Politics type Politics, of stuff. Politics, things like that. 
where we have different viewpoints. I think we have similar viewpoints, but where we maybe act on things in a different way. Not that either one of us is right or wrong, but that's where we butt heads. Right. I don't think there's a way to be necessarily right or wrong on everything. All right. And then also the next part of the scripture says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise you are fooling yourself. And that is so, oh my goodness, true. How many times I've heard a sermon or studied something in the Bible and fooled myself into thinking, oh, I'm, I'm righteous or, oh, I got my life figured out or, oh, I'm doing okay. But really in reality, I'm just fooling myself. I'm not, I don't, I don't have my life figured out. I'm trying to listen to God's word and I'm trying to do what it says and I'm trying to obey God. But it's, it's where you, if you hear God telling you something or you see something that you're like, I need to make this change and you're, you tell yourself, I'm going to make this change, but then you don't make the change and you feel like, oh no, I'm, I'm okay. Right. That's, I think kind of where it's getting at with, okay, you really need to apply it. And you can't just half-heartedly do it. And, oh, shoot, just talking about this makes me appreciate repentance. Like, I know that's not what we're talking about, but I can tell you there are countless times I felt like God has told me to do something and I have not done it. And I felt the weight of it, the conviction, like we were talking about earlier, of not obeying the voice of God in my life and not doing what I felt like he was telling me to do. And that is where in my heart, I am so thankful for Jesus because I, I fall short so many, so often, I fall short so often and I make mistakes and I slip up and I'm disobedient. I'm a disobedient child so often and I, I try not to be, but here's the thing I, I need is that ability to just repent. And I have it. And that is not what we're talking about. But I'm, I'm sure those of you listening have those times or maybe you're going through a time right now where you know you're disobeying what God is telling you to do. And I want to tell you, like, there is a hope and there's promise. All you need to do, and this sounds so easy, but it's so, it is easy because of Jesus, confess what it is. If you're, if you felt God told you something, hey, I want you to blank, and you've been walking in rebellion, and disobedience towards what you felt like God has told you, here right now is an opportunity for you to repent for being in disobedience and repent for not following the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about condemnation that comes from man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that that thing in your life. We all have those things that you felt God has convicted you about and God has told you, hey, this is what you need to deal with and, and you're struggling. This is an opportunity for you to repent. Talk to God about it because he's your bro. He's just there to listen to you. He's there to help you. He's there to forgive you. He's there to cover up all your inadequacies and all the ways you fall short. And now is a good time, better than any, to confess, ask God to forgive, walk in repentance. And guess what? Repentance is changing your ways. So it's doing the last thing. When God tells you something, and you feel like he hasn't, he's been dormant for a while in your life and he's not speaking to you, I'm going to tell you this, go back to the last thing you felt like God told you and start being obedient there. And he will start to speak more and more and more to you. And I know this from personal experience because God, he's, he wants to speak to us. It's not that you are not able to hear God's voice. 
God is more than able to make a deaf person hear his voice or to make an animal speak for him or to do all the different things you read about in the Bible. God is more than able to do those things. And you are not unable to hear God's voice because God's ability is so much greater than your inability. And Trish hinted at it, but God can speak to you in so many different ways. It's not just a, an audible voice. He could speak to somebody through, through an animal, as crazy as it sounds. He spoke to Moses through a burning bush. He can speak to you through a, a sermon. He can speak to you through uh, maybe... A picture on a wall, a picture like on a wall. saying yeah. or something. Or, or he could speak to you through uh, maybe a close call with a car accident where he prevented something from happening and really opened your eyes to something. He could speak to you through a visit to a doctor. To put it in like a real life terms of like, I I had a doctor's appointment recently. I was told my blood pressure was high. It could have been just a bad day or, and I could take that as I want to take that as just a bad day, or I could try to change my diet and see if that helps. God could be speaking to the doctor through the doctor to me to say, hey, you need to change the way your eating habits are as much as I don't want to. And I think one of the ways that God tends to speak to me is just through my children, through the mouth of babes. And that's a blessing to me. Speaks to me through things Thaddeus says to help. I submit to my husband as he submits the Lord. That's not what this podcast is about. But I have to trust that what God is telling Thaddeus and and as he, he leads me it, I have to trust that his leadership is what God has for me. And as I submit to Thaddeus, as he submits to the Lord, I trust that the decisions he's making for our family and for me and when I need wisdom in an area is from God. So anyways, kind of to encompass all that, I just want to encourage you guys to go back to the last thing you felt like God told you. Go back to that, do that, and then continue to walk in obedience. And when you fall short, because you will, repent because the grace of Jesus and his mercy is there for you. It is waiting for you. God is ready to minister to you. He's ready to let his Holy Spirit speak to you and through you and be a blessing to other people. So that's pretty much what we have for you today. Is there anything else, Thaddeus? No, I think that's about it. So if you enjoyed this, please let us know. Subscribe to the podcast. It really does help out uh, just with algorithms and things like that. On yeah, the different... thanks to those of you who have been sharing. Yeah, share it. And if you have any questions, have any suggestions for topics. what we're doing, topics, Trish talked about submission, and I don't know if we want to get into that <laughs> one. That could be a sticky situation. But I know it's a hot topic for some. Um I don't know if we'll go down that road right now, but we'll see. Uh, but you could email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com. And until next week, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish, and we love you guys.